0: Welcome to Back on Air, the podcast all about second chances. This is my special season two, co-hosted by my friend and Free Britney advocate, also a co-manager of the Free Britney LA account, which is one of the most incredible up-to-date accounts covering the Free Britney Spears movement. Megan Radford is joining me for this new season where we are giving you weekly recaps and we're kicking off with a bang because what a week it has been. Hello, Megan. Thank you for co-hosting this special mini-series with me.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun.
0: This is going to be fun, but also stressful as we have a lot to <laughs> unpack. So, so true. <laughs> we are going to save our bios for the end so we can just give you the facts right off the bat. So Megan, let's get into it. The first thing that every is on everyone's mind was the news that Britney's father, Jamie Spears, has stepped down from the conservatorship. Now, break down what happened, how we all got caught up in this, and then it turned out to be a publicity
1: stunt. So
0: so let's hear it. It
1: it was a wild ride. I got the notification from TMZ that Jamie Spears had stepped down, and then I started seeing it being reported by other outlets. And there was clearly a court document that they were all referencing, but there was nothing on the docket. Uh, I reached out to a couple sources, media sources that have helped us confirm documents in the past. And they said that the document was real but that he wasn't actually stepping down. He said that he might be willing to step down. So finally, you know, a couple hours later, uh, we get our hands on the actual document. And I was so, you know, I was just so distraught to read it and to Mm -hmm. realize that he was actually asking for the petition for his removal to be denied because it went against everything that all of these media sources and not just TMZ, even more credible sources were saying. Um, You know, I think it's hard because it was a very nuanced thing. He did say in the document that he would be willing to step down at some point in the future. Uh, So it wasn't necessarily that these journalists got it wrong, but it was incredibly misleading and damaging to the movement because people like I was getting congratulatory text messages of people like, you know, Britney's free, Jamie's stepped down and none of that is true. And Mm. so it was definitely um, a complicated situation.
0: No, I agree. And the same thing, I, I posted so excited. And I knew the conservatorship wasn't over, but I thought, oh my right. gosh, what a step in the right direction to have yeah. Amy removed. And now we can battle the conservatorship on a more level playing field. But it really was a lesson of, you know, and and of course we get this kind of nastiness that comes with the fandom, which is one thing that we wanted to do this podcast, where we can really clear up the air and take away blame because we are all on the same we're all fighting for the same cause at the end of the day, which yep. is the immediate freedom for Britney Spears. And then to continue our advocacy for guardianship abuse. And so yep. there was a lot of inner fan fighting of saying, oh, you shouldn't have posted in advance. You should have, you know, like and just miss misinformation happening. And it really did come from the media. Which, I mean, Variety, I waited for Variety to report on it before I posted anything. Because I was like, TMZ, I'm not touching them with a 20-foot pole. Right. And, you know, you have the reports coming out of Variety and different publications, CNN. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is legitimate. And it feels, it's giving, you know, flashbacks to when Britney was under media scrutiny and getting the story wrong once again. And I know it's just so traumatizing. And... You know, I, I just don't know what to make it's, of it.
1: It's really awful that, you know, framing Britney Spears by the New York Times did such a good job of, um, you know, enlightening the world on what Britney went through and really reframing a lot of the things that, they, that the general public thought about her. And then, you know, there was that whole I'm sorry, Britney campaign that went viral. And even media was partaking in that and apologizing for their treatment of her And then here we are just a few months later and everyone values getting the scoop on the story more than getting the story right. And it's just, it's really disappointing. But I too got really excited. And then, you know, it was awful to find out that that's actually not what's happening.
0: What do you think is the takeaway from this kind of event that happened before we go into what Jamie and Vivian his attorney were trying to do what do you think the takeaway is as fans and advocates in the Free Brittany movement from this situation that blew up
1: I think it's you know two plus years into this fight we are incredibly more educated than um, most of the media now there are some investigative journalists of course who really do know uh, what they're talking about but we have to question the source, we have to question if there's a court document that they're referencing that we don't have access to. You know, we just really have to, when I first started reading court documents, it was really overwhelming because I'm not a lawyer. Um, And then I realized if you just break them down section by section, you really can digest what they're saying. And on the last page, it's where, you know, the, the attorney petitioning asks for what action they want. And so Oftentimes, if I'm trying to quickly get an idea, I go to that last page, and on this one, it said that they were asking for the order to remove Jamie be denied, and it just, it blew my mind. So I, I just think we have to stay vigilant and remember that we are extremely educated on this, and we need to make sure that we're looking at verified sources like court documents.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, it's an interesting time because this movement, gratefully, has gathered so much traction. I mean, we're seeing more fans than ever support. But with that comes the chance for more info- misinformation and comes a chance for more people. You know, I'm sure you saw it at the rally you were able to attend you know, we're seeing more YouTube stars show up and people with little, their own little camera crews. And I don't want to dismiss anyone because if they're part of the movement, thank you for being a part of it. But we are starting to see this is something that gets pressed no matter what. And unfortunately, it's Los Angeles, it's Hollywood, people want to get their pictures taken and be seen at places. And so it is important to Make sure we're going through verified sources because now we have TikTokers who weren't even born when, <laughs> you know, Gimme More came out and they're right. giving their two cents in, which not to say we don't want any, you know, all the support that exactly. we want, but very, you know, as part of the Free Britney Army, which we all are, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are a part of the movement in some way, even if you are you know in another country if you're if you're posting online and trending things and stuff you're you're helping the movement but it is an important an important reminder to really consider the source and veri- make sure the source is verified so i'm grateful for you know you and your colleagues at the free britney la account who really take the time to verify things and you know it's important so thanks for highlighting that essentially
1: well, thank you. We certainly try, but we get it wrong sometimes too. It's it's become incredibly com- complicated in this environment where everyone is trying to get the information about this movement out there.
0: Yeah. And again, we're doing this as a weekly thing, so we're not going to be always up to date, but we will be as factual as possible. And yep. speaking about facts, let's get into a little theory as to what this I keep referring to it as a PR stunt that Jamie pulled with his lawyer, but what do you think was the actual, I mean, obviously we don't know what's going through their minds, but what do you think their plan was by doing this press release without the court document being revealed first?
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. Very credible sources have told people in the movement that, you know, Jamie Spears has TMZ in his back pocket and that it's a paid relationship and that TMZ has really been responsible for helping Jamie drive the narrative that Brittany is mentally ill for all these years. And so anytime they're the breaking source on something, it's automatically a red flag. But um, in this case, it really did seem like they wanted it to get out there that Jamie had stepped down, that that was their goal was for the news cycle to say Jamie Spears stepped down so that it took the pressure off of Jamie and it, it worked. I mean, that was, it was uh, the next morning, it was on newspapers. Not only uh, some of them said, Jamie Spears steps down. Some of them said, Britney is free in print and newspapers oh the next gosh. day. And it's, And so it did absolutely take over the news cycle with something that wasn't true, but was beneficial to James and Vivian Thoreen and that whole team of attorneys in, in taking the heat, uh, this public pressure that has been mounting against them for weeks and weeks since Brittany spoke on June 23rd. Uh, so unfortunately, it was successful. But um, that's one of the reasons, you know, we were doing this podcast and we're um, trying to share credible information and get bigger accounts to pick up that information we still have a lot of power in social media and in things like podcasts and so we have to try to harness that and fight back against uh these multi-million dollar attorneys who are Mm -hmm. definitely trying to sway the public opinion in their direction
0: yeah so you think i mean i mean it's you're saying it takes the pressure off Jamie. So, so how exactly, I mean, obviously him stepping down is, does it paint him in like a good light? Cause the press release from TMZ definitely made it sound like, you know, it said like, this is not in his daughter's best interest, but it was her wishes. So he's going to step down. And then like, we've already talked about the last page says he has no intention of stepping down anytime soon. Um, but, it really just served as a place for him to kind of diss Brittany once again and mm-hmm. once again drive home this narrative that she's unstable and mentally mm-hmm. ill. And, and that's what stood out to me the most from it. But I just don't understand the logic behind how, I guess, dismiss like him being off the conservatorship would make people think he's a good guy. Would would that happen or what were they thinking?
1: I kind of think, you know, this is my theory, but like, I think that they were trying to get the general public to think that either James had stepped down or Brittany was free so that people would be like, okay, box checked, move on. And so the public (sighs) pressure that has been mounting would stop, would plateau, uh, because I think that they, in their way, are trying to, you know, control the narrative and tame the movement and try to get people to stop caring so much about this because people finally really do care about this and so it is
0: hurting i so i get it so this is a this was more of a ploy for the mainstream fans who are now just now this year after framing britney spears the documentary came out who are just now becoming aware of her situation this was more of a ploy for that large audience of people I'm assuming because it didn't phase any of us who've been no you know advocating for years we were like as soon as I said it saw him say she still needs it but I'm gonna listen to her anyways I was like you're manipulating the situation but so this was a ploy for the the newcomers and for the general population who just wanted to be kind of placate or who they thought they could placate and little did they know we are going to be looking at the documents, blasting yeah. it everywhere, and it's not going to die down from one little TMZ
1: story. Yeah. And wow. thankfully we have had, um, you know, quite a few media correct it or have people from the movement on to talk about how he didn't really step down, things like that. But, um, you know, it still definitely did some damage, I think, from a general public awareness perspective
0: definitely yeah because i even see on the comments as britney's posting or whoever's posting on britney's behalf at this at this time um the comments in the section like you're finally free and it's just it's it's insane like you said people were sending us congratulatory text messages and things and you know um we do know his lawyer though vivian from the documentary framing britney spears we know she is you know I, i can't think of a nice way to say it but not a great person it seems to be she's very corrupt and you know she said for it so herself how many people have been out of a conservatorship under her watch zero so you know she she's shady and she is we can't count her out because she's smart in weird ways and luckily britney's new attorney is also very smart um let's have a positive uh vibe session right now and talk about Matthew Rosengart a little bit and do you think because he obviously responded to Jamie's um claim and did not praise Jamie which I appreciated he wasn't like oh my gosh father of the year thank you for listening he was (laughs) like he said we look forward to getting your deposition, baby. Like he was ready to go to town on Jamie. So how are you feeling? What's, what's your pulse out with Matthew Rosengart? Cause of course there's already fan accounts, you know, daddy Rosengart. And again, it's just like, I mean, I love it, but it's also like, you know, it's it, yeah. we go crazy. And we just love to, we- <laughs> we, we're, we're a crazy fan base. We know it, but um, so, so what are your thoughts on it on a more, you know, legal level? How are you feeling about Matthew and, and his involvement with Brittany's case?
1: You know, I'm obviously thrilled that for the first time in 13 years, she is allowed to hire her own attorney and not just be appointed a court appointed attorney. So it's a huge win. I definitely think we still have to stay vigilant. I say that way too often. But, um, you know, I, I do, I have been really happy with everything he's done so far. But um, there is a lot of money to be made here. So we have to stay vigilant. We have to keep watching people. We have to make sure that they continue to act in the best interests of Brittany. Um, and that includes him. You know, I'm not going to stand him until he frees Brittany and then I will certainly stand yeah, him. Absolutely. But, but I did love that he, that his response was just so, you know, he said we are disappointed however, by their ongoing shameful and rehensible attacks on Miss Spears and others. And then the very next line, we look forward to continuing our vigorous investigation into the conduct of Mr. Spears over the past 13 years and that he looks forward to taking Mr. Spears' sworn deposition in the near future. It was just such a like, burn you know it was so good
0: it was so good so good especially because he didn't really address any of the because he knew he knew that the document wasn't going to be you know he knew ahead. he he knew more than us and so he wasn't going to say like oh great james has stepped down and we're moving on because matthew was aware that that was not the case we just got so excited and wait for the docket to arrive to us so yeah but yeah it was it was a sick burn matthew so I agree. I, th- I think, you know, I mean, it's fun to stand the people who are in Britney's corner, but he's a, he's been only here for a couple of what a month now, yeah. a over a month. So, you know, we, we, we take it in stride, but he seems to be heading in the right direction. But again, yeah. there is massive amounts of money to be made off of Britney's fortune. And again, I always have a hard time because we focus so much on her money and I know it's because <clears throat> I know it's because we're like a capitalistic society and we are very focused on, you know, and it's just her money and it's her right. But I do love when we also remember the person that Britney is and that we're not just fighting for her to get her money back. I would even venture to bet that Britney Spears doesn't care all that much about money right now. You know what I mean? Totally agree. I would think that given the past 13 years she's lived, she'd probably say, take it all let me live my life. Now, I'm sure, you know, there's obviously nuance. She hasn't ever lived a normal life. She needs security. She needs so much. So she does need her money. But it is interesting that, you know, the money is still the primary focus, which makes me a little uncomfortable. But I understand people keep every time I bring that up, I'm being told they have to get the forensic accounting to, to really Get charges going and get yes. get legalities going. So I understand yeah. that, but as as an empath for someone who feels for Brittany and the personal situation, it's really tough to hear them constantly talking about the money. You know,
1: for a long time, I was under the mindset that removing James first was bad because then it just became another person who had control over her life that she didn't even know, and I. So I was just, you know, adamant that the only way to correct this was to file for termination and we didn't need another conservator. But as I've seen, as we've heard from Brittany herself now, and um, Rosengart has been much more um, open with the press making statements and things like that. You can kind of piece together what's happening. And so Brittany herself said on July 14th that she wants her dad out first. That Mm -hmm. is her priority. And we have to respect that. So it doesn't really matter that I was worried about, you know, someone else replacing her dad, because that's what she wants. So yeah. so we need to listen to her. And she said she wanted to charge him with conservatorship abuse. So she's clearly and uh, on June 23rd, she said she wants all these people in jail. So she clearly not only wants to be free, she wants criminal charges, and which I are totally warranted and I totally support. So it makes sense in that um, when you know all that information, it makes sense to remove James, bring in the forensic accountant, uh, investigate, get the information you need. Then you can file to terminate the conservatorship and also begin pressing criminal charges. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. Now, now that we know more, I'm I, I can understand why this is the MO. But I totally agree with you because at the end of the day, I really do not think, like you said, Brittany cares about her money. And um, we're both empaths. And, um, you know, we want Brittany, the human being to live a life that is authentic and fulfilling to her. Yeah,
0: And I do want her to have all her money because it's yeah. fucking
1: hers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like uh, what you guys did was, not only evil and wrong but very shameful and disgusting so you know amen but it's yeah it's so interesting and I love that you brought up like what Brittany herself has said and that's kind of been my my standpoint on everything especially as people you know and we will analyze some of Brittany's posts it's not what we're here to do because we're dealing with facts so if we get a really juicy post you know we will analyze it but we know still the conservatorship is in place so we know crowd surf at this time has still access to Brittany's Instagram. And we don't know, we just don't know what who is posting and how much of it is her. We don't know. I mean, I get messages every day confirming, you know, I can confirm that it is her posting. I can confirm that it is not her posting. And the thing is, is we don't know. Just the fact that I get so many DMs of people saying that they can, can confirm and they can confirm both ways shows that we don't know. You know what I mean? Right. But what we right. do know is the few you know bits of testimony where Brittany has spoken and that's why I'm not on the anti Sam Asghari train you know I because she said all she wants to do is be able to ride in her car with her boyfriend her boyfriend is Sam Asghari I'm following Brittany's words and people kind of got upset with me because I you know it looked like I was standing him when I took a photo with him obviously I was just starstruck because I thought Brittany was going to be with him so I didn't know what to do because you could you imagine yeah, me in the no. midst of all of this oh my gosh um, I mean
1: I would have been freaking out meeting Asghari too that's all awesome.
0: yeah because you you just know he has he's one of the closest contacts and right. also publicly he has supported the free Britney movement yep. um very publicly and he's spoken out against Janie, which aligns with Britney's words so right. I kind of stick with everything what with the limited info we have from Britney's mouth not the captions in her Instagram from what she says in her court testimony so I appreciate you yeah. kind of backing me up on that and I think if we all remember that it makes sense because you know that's all we can do, we're we're fighting for Britney. We're not fighting against other people. You know, as much as as much as we want to throw corruption onto Janie Lynn and onto J- Lynn Spears, her mother, and all these other players in this, you know, we we only have Britney's spoken word. So
1: right, which we're so thankful to have now. We finally. Went, I know. I mean, this movement went on for more than two years with no you know, we didn't know how Brittany truly felt. And June 23rd changed all of that. And now, it so I think we made a, a lot of educated assumptions before because we didn't have insight from Brittany. But now that she is speaking, we need to listen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. And now let's get into, as we kind of go into the bits and bobs. So we're going to focus obviously on the big things and the factual things, but we can't ignore some of the social media stuff that happens. And we kind of want to you know, obviously you're one of the, uh, co-managers of Free Britney LA, which is one of the most, um, how would you say uh neutral platforms for free Britney? You guys don't post any kind of shade between parties that don't involve Britney Spears directly. Um, I do get caught up in some of the, you know, the drama sometimes. And I have to remind myself, I'm not here for drama. I'm here to free Britney. But there there is some things going on, and it would be remiss of us not to address it. So I think the first thing we should talk about, if you're cool with it, is Judge Penny's son speaking out on social media. So um actively and of course I you know I even tweeted him back and got blocked by him and I can only speak for myself and we're both you and I are both white people yeah. and I I personally and I think you stand with me vehemently oppose and uh, you know want nothing to do with racism I know it's a systemic problem I know we are in a society that is not fair to uh br- black indigenous brown people of color you know there it is a systemic problem and first and foremost i just want to say we you know as f- the free britney advocates speaking out vehemently deny eh, or not deny but do not condone any racism in any faction and if and it is not us uh, up to us as white people to decide what feels or s- comes off as racist because yep. we are white people and I don't want to speak for Britney Spears, but Britney Spears has always been a person who has accepted and loved all of her fans, every single one of them. And I don't think Britney Spears, the human being, would be pleased to hear any fans were using any racial disparaging hate speech, violent speech in any sort of capacity. Do you Completely
1: agree agreed. Yes, 100%. Absolutely.
0: And now, that's not saying we're giving Judge Penny son a free pass to comment on this, because basically what we want to bring up about this whole thing is there is a layer of ethics involved with being a judge, especially a judge with a high profile case. So what we're kind of dismissing here is this play on the. Th- the, the thing that, you know, her son got this start because maybe she's a corrupt judge who's getting Britney's money. And so his career was funded by Britney Spears. That is all complete rumor. We have no factual evidence to provide any of that. And, you know, that's a shame that we're, we're going that low. But on the flip side, you know, Judge Penny's son should not be tweeting out details about the case. And there is some sort of ethical... Place, you know, position in place for judges. Can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Yeah. Um, yes, I totally agree with everything you said about racism and um, also about white people not uh, making decisions on what it is and isn't racist. But there is some legal precedence where him commenting publicly on his mom's case, and like you said, especially it being such a high publicity case. Um, you know, engaging publicly could lead to Judge Penny's uh, dismissal of the case, I believe is what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, I don't think that he should be commenting publicly uh, and engaging with Free Britney advocates on social media. I think that's really inappropriate. Um, But like we said, that is um, a complete separate issue from the race uh, conversations that have been happening.
0: Yes, and just once again we vehemently, you know, oppose any hate speech, racist speech, any messaging like that. And in fact, I would say go as so far as to say leave her son alone and let him, you know, if he wants to continue to get publicity, he's a public figure, you know, he's a showrunner for HBO's hit show Insecure starring Issa Rae, which is a fabulous show, and, you know, it's it's up to him now if he wants to continue to have this public display that is on him and his mother and what could affect the court case and her livelihood. But we as advocates cannot be spewing out hate Britney would not I I truly feel like Britney is one of the most generous and kind people in the world that she would be appalled to learn that anyone in her fan base and I have a feeling it's not true fans doing it you know there's been a lot of people have jumped on this band I don't want to call it a bandwagon but have jumped on it and made it a bandwagon you know getting you know it's becoming a, a partisanship issue in government now where people are trying to label it one way or the other, and. This is the one time where I'm like, I will, I will be bipartisan. This is not about Democrat versus Republican. This is about a common goal of freeing a human being who's had her autonomy stripped from her for 13 years. And we as society have allowed it to happen. And that's, yep. that's what happened, you know? So that's all I have to say. Is there any other thing you have to say about Judge Penny's son and his commenting?
1: I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think the best approach is to not engage with him. And that's mm-hmm. what I will personally continue to do.
0: Yes. And I did engage and, you know, I didn't say anything. I I just said, this is very suspicious that her son is commenting. Um, and he blocked me for saying that. And, you know, I don't feel my conscience feels clear. I don't, I don't, I, I was not aware of the racial allegations. And then I found out about those and then I, I regretted it. And unfortunately I wasn't able to apologize to him because I was blocked, but I feel like, you know, if he's going to continue to speak out, that's his business, but it's not our job to police him. You know, there's so many people speaking out against Brittany. Also, we don't need to pinpoint one son of a family, you know, we don't need a family member, you know, it would be like attacking Kevin Federline's wife. Like, you know, it's it's just kind of a weird thing to do.
1: That said when we file complaints to the judicial, when we file complaints to the judicial committee, um, against Judge Penny, we can include this information in that because it is relevant that exactly. he is publicly commenting.
0: Exactly. And that's where that's where it actually comes in our benefit. If, if Penny is corrupt, if it turns out there is a need for investigation, if, you know, I'm not sure if she's corrupt, if she's incompetent, if she's just taking her time, we don't know. But her son speaking out is only going to aid in our ability to have her, you know, role as a judge Looked at. So, yep, agreed. Sometimes people bury, you know, dig their own graves and we don't need to add, we don't need to help, we don't need to bring a shovel and help them. So, (laughs) um, let's talk about the other thing. So, Britney Spears's former assistant Allie Sims, who who was also
1: is that her cousin? Is that one of them her cousin? Or I I believe so, but it's always been a little bit confusing. <laughs> it's always confusing
0: because <laughs> she has a lot of cousins, obviously, uh, from the south. And uh, but anyways, Ali Sims, her her assistant, who was, you know, during that very rough year that Brit that we all know and have. I refuse to call it the the B-word, but um, but that rough year, she came out and c- basically via an Instagram comment confirmed, and I'm using that with air quotes, confirmed that uh, Brittany's mother, Lynn, crushed up pills and drugged her and took her to Promises uh, rehab facility to get this conservatorship going. Now, you have always really inspired me with your view on Lynn, because At the end of the day, she is also a victim of abuse. And it's also another reason why I'm not as hard on Jamie Lynn Spears, because she is also a product of this family, which is clearly has some issues. It's a fucked up family. Let's face it. Between her brother, his public statements, what the dad has done. I mean, it's fucked up. But I've always admired your ability to have some grace when it comes to dealing with Lynn and Jamie Lynn. Um, Can you elaborate a little bit more to listeners, uh, your stance on Lynn and, and, you know, you don't stand her obviously, but, but (laughs) can you uh, elaborate?
1: I think for a long time, I always said that um, anytime that Lynn goes up against Jamie Spears in court, she is going up against her abuser and that that has to be really traumatizing for her. And so that has been my stance for a long time. I felt like, you know, she filed to be an interested party in this case in June of 2019, shortly after the Free Britney Movement erupted. I felt like she was trying to do what she could do. She's the only person on either side who pays their own attorney fees. Everyone else's attorney fees are paid for by Britney. So she truly is more of an independent um, member of the conservatorship in that regard. That said, I will say that I, you know, Brittany said on June 23rd that she wanted to sue her entire family, and, um, you know, I she didn't specify just Jamie, and so I I do understand where Brittany's coming from. It broke my heart to hear her talking about how her entire family was at her condo in Destin, Florida, while she was locked up in a facility. And so, you know, I don't necessarily think that Lynn's hands are totally clean, um, but I also, I'm not ready, like I'm not to the point where I'm gonna totally bash her either. And as far as the Ali Sims confirmation, like you said, it is in air quotes. I mean, there have been some things that have been said about Ali Sims that haven't been that great. So like, we don't have the full story yet. And so we have to be careful when we're getting this information on social media. Just because Allie Sims confirmed it, doesn't mean that it's true. It could be true. It definitely could be true, but it also might might not be true. Allie might have other motives for why she confirmed it, or you know, she might remember it wrong or whatever it is. So I just think there are a lot of things that I try have tried to avoid um, passing total judgment on until we actually hear from Britney herself.
0: I think that's such a poignant and wise way to view this entire time because it's so quick to get on social media and to get impassioned and you know I uh, was was in contact with Sam Lefty for a long time and was you know he was giving me some information and I took it with a grain of salt because I you know I'm a longtime Britney fan like most of us who are deep deep in like since you know before I was old enough to freaking, I don't even know what, you know, drive myself to school. And so um, I remember, you know, Sam being a shady character. And then I remember being excited when he was in my DMs and we were chatting about, you know, stuff and he was seemingly redeeming himself. But then again, I I had this moment where I was like, wow, I can't take this man's word for face value, especially because you know, and I believe people can change. I totally believe people can change yeah, and can and can realize the error of their ways and want to make a right, make a wrong a right. Um, but then I realized quickly, like I needed to quit honing in and focusing on him as my only quote source because really he has had no contact with Britney for at least, I mean, aside from the alleged phone drop off from his sister and everything that happened. And, you know, I will bite my tongue if Britney comes out of her conservatorship and she's like, give me Sam Lefty's number. He's my best friend. Listen, I will (laughs) bite my tongue and say sorry to him and, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, there's just so many of these players who are popping up now. And I feel like we should take it with a grain of salt just because now is the time that people are going to be like, hey, you were there. Why didn't you do something? You know, now everything's getting investigated. So it would right. be in everyone's best interest to clear their name. So it comes as no surprise to me that anyone involved, especially during that rough year of 2007, 2008, are so desperate to clear their name and desperate to pass on the blame. Because you notice Allison isn't giving a lot of context to anything else. She's just confirming a negative statement posted by an account. Right. And we don't know about Lynn either. We really just don't. All we know is Brittany's statement if she wants to sue her entire family, which is, you know, I mean, like we said, she's got 20 cousins too. Does that mean all of them? (laughs) Like, we just don't know until we get the verification from her. But it is interesting to see the social media, uh... You know wh- what it gets, what the hate gets thrown to, and it is interesting. I mean, Lynn did herself no favors by going on and just defending Jamie, Jamie Lynn, just saying stop over and over again. Obviously, that was yeah. a very memeable moment online. But, um, but I have to agree with your stance at, at, in the fact that, like, you know, we come from a place of believe women. That's what we're doing with Britney Spears. Right. We know Lynn was. victim of abuse and we know jamie lynn spears grew up in that same household that britney grew up grew up in and it was a chaotic household i mean we have reports now from the documentary from just everything so yeah i guess it's a lesson that we that we started the at the top of the episode is you have to be diligent and careful with with what sources you want to take in take on absolutely
1: Absolutely. And I I do think that, you know, we'll learn the total truth in time. At least that's my hope. But um, I want to hear it from Brittany's mouth.
0: Exactly. So we will be recapping once a week everything that's gone on in the world of the Free Brittany movement with her court case, with her attorneys. And on slow weeks, you know, we'll dabble in her social media, any theories that come up. But we will be here every week, we are keeping it as informed and factual as possible and just dabbling with the conspiracy theories just to kind of clear the air or think where they come from. I think we're going to be very busy for the next few weeks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on. That's for sure.
0: And now if you're still with us, we are going to give ourselves our little bio. We waited till the end to give our little biographies. Megan, would you like to go first?
1: I'm Megan Radford. I actually live in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm a mom, a wife, a marketing director, and a huge Free Britney advocate. I've been um, saying Free Britney since 2009, and I'm so beyond grateful that there's actually a movement now and that we're really affecting real change for Britney and for other people who suffer from conservatorship abuse.
0: Absolutely. And I do want to point out that Megan is oftentimes one of our... uh, people on the inside in court, because anyone can actually get access to be a part of court. It is not some special thing. I know a lot of accounts out there are are acting like they're getting exclusive by being in court. Um, Anyone can get in court and Megan is oftentimes our, point person, especially during COVID, because she is in Oklahoma most of the time. So she can call into the court and get all the uh, recordings. We also have several other members of the Free Britney LA account who are attorneys, and they all work together to really get us the factual evidence. And of course, I'm Jared Lipscomb. I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. This was my podcast back on air, which I am now uh, doing the second season dedicated strictly to Britney because, you know, this has become my passion as I had recovered from my leukemia. I've too have been saying Free, Britney since 2009 but during my leukemia diagnosis in 2019 was when the Free Britney movement really took off and that's when I was able to from the the discomfort of my hospital bed I was able to really dive into the research and and check you know there's so much court documents that we can you with given the time and the power you can learn how to read a court document and that's what we've done (laughs) so we are so grateful for you all listening we will be back every week And until then, free Britney.
1: Free Britney. Thanks for listening. I'm Megan Radford. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Meg underscore Rad.
0: And I'm Jared Lipscomb. You can find me on Instagram at Jared Lips and on Twitter at Jared M Lips. This episode was produced by Anna Marie Johnson. And please rate, review and subscribe anywhere
1: you listen to podcasts. Free Britney.